Welcome to the Tips for Your Twenties podcast. My name is Becca and I am here today with the wonderful Molly to talk about running. Molly has created a community called These Girls Run. We talk about in this episode about how you can get into running, what competing is really like and what being part of the community is like in your twenties when you want to start a hobby such as running. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give the podcast a follow and share with anybody else you think who might also enjoy listening. But for now, I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Molly. Thank you very much. Lovely to chat with you. And you. I'm very excited to be talking about all things running related. Um, I am a runner myself and this was definitely an episode, a topic I wanted to be talking about. So thank you for joining us today. You're very welcome. It's nice to be chatting about it on a Monday morning as well. I feel like it's setting me up for the week, for a, po- a productive week. <laughs> I know. Hopefully it will inspire us to do some great runs this week. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start by talking about you and your running journey and where you started, as well as tell us about the community that you've created too. Yeah, of course. So um, as, as you mentioned, my name's Molly. <laughs> um, I probably started running, so I'm 20, 24, 25 in a few weeks. And I probably started running um, when I was 16, 17. Um, you know, when you go, when you go into sixth form or college and you're like, you're, you're trying to you're trying to figure out what you enjoy, what you want to do at uni, where you want to go. And I actually just started running mainly to get a bit of headspace and get outside and have a bit of independence as you're kind of moving through that transitional stage. Um, so I really enjoyed running then in the countryside. And then kind of gave up running for a few years and got back into it a lot about a year or so before COVID um, and just kind of fell in love with it again. I love like getting outside into the countryside and yeah, just getting that headspace. Um, so I've probably been running properly for the last four years or so. But in- interestingly, I've never I've never done an actual like running organised event until a month ago. I've done marathons and half marathons, but always kind of on my own, which is, I think, why this need to bring a community of girls together came about. And so, yeah, I've been a keen runner for ages. My granddad has run over 100 marathons. He oh, wow. He's like... Lots and lots of running medals in his bedroom, in my nana and granddad's bedroom, there's like pictures of him on the wall running. So I think there's a, running's always been like a talking point in the family, and he's obviously done loads. So yeah, it's like family and headspace, I think, is why I probably started it. The community that you've created is called These Girls Run, isn't it? And yeah. did that sort of yeah. stem because of your love for running and you wanted others to sort of like experience that as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I started These Girls Run in September 2021. Um, I was living in York and I was going out on runs. I'd just moved from London to York. I did a lot of running in London. Like I really enjoyed running there. Came back to York, forgot how dark it gets in the evenings and how cold it gets in the evenings um, and even in the mornings as well. And I thought, I'd always run on my own. I thought I wanted to come in with other girls, want to make some friends. I think in your early 20s, you're kind of, you've left uni, you're like in your full-time job and you're trying to make friends. And it's it's difficult to make friends when you're out of that kind of social bubble. Um, so I just popped a message in a Facebook group um, for girls who lived in York and it was like does anybody want to come for a run on a Sunday and I think I think I got like 60 likes on which I was not expecting at all I was probably expecting maybe two or three people um, obviously for the first run there wasn't 60 people there I think there were maybe seven of us um, and we just met in York went along the river 
very casual, went for coffee afterwards. Um, it's kind of just gone from there. Um, so we have it in York and London now. I've moved back to London. Um, so yeah, it's really nice that it carries on in York, set up in London, and there's just such a massive need for it. I hadn't realised at the time how many girls would want to get into running or run with other people. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just gone from there. That's amazing. And I, I remember being at that point also where I was thinking, I want to start running and like, where where do I start in terms of the community and who do I go with? And a lot of the time, I think you can want to do something, but because you don't have the people to support you or necessarily to guide you to make sure that you're doing it, you know, right, then you can end up stopping or not continuing with yeah. it built that community and I think it like helping so many other girls as well to take that first step mm. I'm I'm all about uh, this podcast showing the opportunities that we have to succeed in our 20s and automatically yeah. we can sometimes think that that has to be career related and that has to be how much money that we earn to show what yeah. success is but personally for me success as well is all about trying new things and mm. running in my life having started a year ago the success I felt from doing that has been has been huge what are the yeah. benefits that you have found since you started running and that you see the other girls in your community have too the main thing for me is just getting outside getting away from my phone and just being present is a massive personal benefit to me and again because I've always run on my own that was I guess the main benefit until I started running with other people then when I started running with the girls it was about chatting with them making friends like seeing everything like oh how was this event you had on Wednesday night and actually just forming really strong friendships just based on purely chatting to them and finding things in common that's been a massive benefit and a lot of the girls who join Be As Girls Run find it really good for the accountability as well because it's a lot easier to show up if you know that you're gonna go and run with girls that are all supportive they're all cheering you on we all clap each other at the end when we finish the run and it just it's something that they enjoy rather than I think if you're getting into running or like any sport really it's not going to be easy at the beginning you're going to have to your body needs to get used to it your your mind needs to get used to it and it's just so much easier if there's other girls running right by you who feel exactly the same and who can say, actually, yeah, I didn't want to come this morning, but now I'm here. I love it and I feel so much better for it. So that that group feel of accountability and just like making friends and actually wanting to see them and be them. And a lot of the girls join us because they want to see people rather than running being the first thing, which I think is really nice. I think that's a kind of testament to how well the group get on and just yeah. again in your 20s there is this need for people to make new friends and like find new people who are moving to a new city and everything so yeah there's there's so many so many benefits to it and um, I hadn't even realized when I just popped this message in a casual Facebook group yeah because I've a lot of people want to talk firstly about the sort of physical benefits which there are so many benefits to it but yeah. that running can be more than just how it makes you feel on the in you know mm-hmm. what makes our bodies feel it's how it's how it makes our minds feel and I I can definitely relate with that sometimes I go on a run and I completely zone out actually to the point where it's probably quite dangerous because I forget how I've got from one place to another um Mm -hmm. it's it's having that that sort of space and your own hobby and interest 
that can yeah. your mind clearer you're you more focused when I get back from a run it's the endorphin release and it's so much yeah more just the physical benefits yeah completely like I, I went on a run this morning and even just that hair I feel like I've got so much more energy because I've gone out and I've done and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a morning runner um, and not everybody has to be a morning runner I just I'm doing that in the morning and then before I start my working day I know that I've done something for myself before I've then like logged onto my laptop and kind of got bogged down by emails I have a full-time job so um it's just for me it's just great to take that time for myself yeah absolutely and yeah I can't can't relate to the morning running I'm not a I'm not a morning (laughs) runner I've tried it I've like you said we're all all different and we all work work differently and and I have tried morning running and I can force myself to go sometimes but I do find (laughs) I don't have the same energy levels but um sometimes people like to make judgment about running as being a sport that um is detrimental towards our knees and our joints and the impact that it has on our legs what do you do you think that should put somebody off from starting running um I don't personally I don't think so unless I guess the same with everything if you if you feel like you've got an injury and your your knee is really hurting and you think maybe running is going to make it worse then absolutely not but if, if you feel like you're starting from a good base and you've not got any aches or pains um there's nothing necessarily wrong with running you kind of it's again as with anything if you build it up, bring in a bit of strength training. So what I've tried to do over the last few months is, is I've been training for an ultramarathon. So I've been trying to bring in some strength training into my running days. And as long as you're not just going from zero to suddenly running 10K every day, then your knees and your whole body and your heart and everything gets a chance to get used to it and build it up. Strength training is amazing for helping to support your, to support your joints. Um, even things like yoga and Pilates. So with these girls, when I try and do a holistic approach to running, so it's not just running. We do monthly yoga sessions, monthly Pilates sessions, because it's really important to strength and condition your body outside of purely running. So yeah, as long as you build it up and don't go from zero to a hundred straight away, then it really shouldn't be an issue. Um, so I, my advice would be for anybody who's maybe worried about that, and it's a you know that's a completely fair worry I'll just go out for a few minutes run see how your body feels do a bit of a check-in and then if you feel like okay I feel okay then then try try giving it a go and see see where you can get to I definitely have a um a few things as well to say on that one because when I first started yeah. running I I wanted to get out and be the fastest and see yeah. straight away and I remember going out and running about three five k's a week having not run for quite a while I got shin splints felt awful yeah. I've, I've seen it with a lot of people as well you have to make sure that you ease into it slowly I've seen it as well on um a lot of people are training for London Marathon and yeah they're not realizing the amount of mileage you have to do and then their bodies aren't getting used to it and they're getting shin splints and they're feeling really uncomfortable and I think the best thing you can do in that situation is like you say ease into it listen to your body and also I think you are going to go and do a competition such as a marathon like seek some advice from like a professional even if that's just dropping somebody a message because it it, it's it's a lot of mileage like with your ultramarathon how how many miles was that that was 36.2 (laughs) <laughs> I say the point too I don't know why it, was, it, was it does count when, when you're running along that point too it really does mean something 
Yeah, so it's 36.2, so it was 10 miles longer than a marathon, and I think about 60 kilometers. I always work in miles, but yeah, it's about 60 kilometers, and it felt like 60 kilometers. I can imagine. Your training, what did that look like? So um, I guess one thing that I, I want to stress at this point is, like kind of like what I said earlier, I've been running probably for about four years. Um, and when I say running, that's a few times a week. Um, so I was already, when I signed up for the ultramarathon, I'd already run, I think, two marathons and a few halves. But the training was intense. Um, so there was a lot of running. I think I was probably running about 40 miles a week at one point at my most, my, yeah, my most mileage. And it's, you, yeah, you do have to make sacrifices. Like I did dry January, didn't really go out in January because my, my, my ultra was at the end of February. So Again, it's one of those things where you have to build it up. So I booked on in September and I knew that I had a good few months to build up my mileage, build up my resilience mentally, build up my strength training. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually really enjoyed the process of it. It was really nice to have something to work towards. And I think now I've finished it, I'm like, oh, what do I do next? What do I work towards next? I think that's really interesting, though, that you said that you did dry January because um a lot of people will go for a run having had you know a glass of wine or had a heavy night the previous night and expect the run to make them feel incredible but the reality is if you're going to do those things it might not make you feel the best when you are running and it might put you off and continue to run I know in the past feeling top 100% it can be quite difficult and so learning to also the nutrition side of it as well is important too isn't it yeah exactly and I guess it's just like learning you almost have to be quite strict with yourself I mean when when I ran my first marathon kind of like what you've just said I'd been out the night before I think to watch the Euro finals a few years ago so I've, I've been to the pub yeah. and I woke up that morning and I thought I'll, I'll give it a go again this is because I'd run a lot it wasn't it wasn't an overnight thing um but yeah when I I noticed that not drinking in January I I had so much more energy and so much more motivation to run because I knew that on a Sunday morning I was going to wake up at a good time and go out for a run rather than wake up and feel groggy and force myself. I think when you sign up to, if if it's a 5k, 10k, half full ultra, you need to enjoy the process. You don't want to feel like you're forcing yourself to do it. And I think running on a hangover is, for me, I've never enjoyed a run on a hangover, to be honest with you. (laughs) Maybe I'll feel better afterwards, but um, yeah, it was, it really helped not drinking um but it's all about balance really it's what helps you I mean, a glass of wine isn't going to do well you completely but yeah it's all about finding what works for you definitely everybody's different and everybody can cope with different amounts and and running you have to feel listen to your body and it's how you feel and can't necessarily compare yourself to somebody else saying oh well they can eat that and then feel you know everybody's yeah. different even like us saying now you run better in the morning and mm. you know, it'd be great if I could run in the mornings it'd probably be better time management but it's just not happening <laughs> how, I, yeah. how I work but when when somebody we've spoken a, about the group and how the it's so beneficial what running as a group and how you can talk and communicate with other people and just make friends but how can you get to that point where you're in the group? How can you get started with running? So I think it's little steps. You have to have a goal to work towards. So whether that's you want to run 1K or you want to run 5K, have that goal in your mind. It's all about it's that manifestation in, in a way. You have to have that end goal so you've got something to work towards. My advice is always go outside, do a bit of a body check, um, 
run for a few seconds, see how you feel, are there any aches or pains? And then then run for a minute if you can, and then walk for a minute. Like balance it out. Don't just go, don't just think, oh my body feels okay. Okay, I'll go and run 5K. You don't want to almost shock your body or scare your body and not want to do it again. So start small, build it up. If you can find a running buddy, find a running buddy. Try and try and run in a location where you feel comfortable and where there's I always try and run where there's stuff that I want to look at sounds silly because you can't always do that but if you if you're trying running for a first time think about where's your favorite park or where's your favorite area of the place that you live and go there to run um that helps because it, it distracts you there's something to look at you feel more comfortable so start small find find somewhere that you're comfortable to do it and if you do have a buddy then buddy up as well would be my advice I, I completely agree with you and I feel like what I'm taking from that as well is sort of set your expectation that you, you yeah, the run that you do after having never run you're not going to be well you most likely aren't going to be able to go and run a 10k at yeah. an hour you know those sorts of things yeah. it's really setting exactly. your expectation and making sure that you feel good and you're enjoying the process so that mm. you yeah. and thinking that it's going to be really easy and that you're going to be able to do it and it's even the same because I during high school and college I was running but I mean I wasn't running huge amounts but I was running and then I yeah. stopped running for a few years and getting back yeah. into it I sort of expected myself to be able to just go and run out and you know be amazing yeah. from the offset and absolutely smash it and you know do exactly the same times as I was doing before it's, it's not the reality of it so you're gonna have yeah. to stick to it and you're gonna find it more enjoyable if you set your expectations mm-hmm. at a level where okay we'll take each day as it comes each run as it comes and like you say make find a location that you enjoy running in and yeah. make sure that you're feeling good at all all times yeah exactly. I shared on my Instagram recently that when I went for a run um there was a a van which had a a couple of guys in and they they shouted at me through a window and it made me feel really self-conscious when I was running and it made me think that actually I'm not the only person that this has happened to and I'm not the only person that feels that level of oh people are going to judge me when I'm running how can we overcome that fear of judgment so that we can go and achieve our goals and continue running I think First of all, I'm sorry that that happened to you, and it's, it's such a shame that that's, that's happened to pretty much every girl I've spoken to at Run Club. Um, and, yeah, that's it's it's really sad that that happened and we can't do anything about it yet. But I think the, for me, whenever something like that happens, I will actually normally tell somebody just from a safety aspect. I'd normally message my boyfriend and be like, by the way, this has happened on my run, just for my own safety, but then somebody else knows. And then it is difficult to carry on running after that, especially I, I've always found it really difficult to run in the summer. Um, I think last summer was the first time I properly ran in shorts because I didn't feel confident to. And again, I've been running for years and literally every summer I've always been having my legs away and like making myself so sweaty and uncomfortable because I didn't want to get my legs out. And it's that that process of wearing shorts on a run took me probably three years to get to so yeah it's it's something that comes with time I mean I would have liked it not to have been three years but recognize that there's a process for it and I think 
again, it's like there's little things. What makes you feel comfortable? Like when I'm, so I have IBS and my stomach is quite bloated in the morning sometimes. And rather than putting on like really tight running gear, I'll think, no, what am I going to feel comfortable in? I'll put my leggings on, but then I might wear like a baggy jumper. Because if I feel comfortable in that baggy jumper and I'm not self-conscious about a little bit of stomach bloat, then I'll run better, I'll, I won't be distracted by it, and I'll feel less stressed and anxious. So it's all about like doing those little tweaks that make you feel comfortable. But I always think when, because I used to go to the gym a lot, I don't really anymore, but when I used to go to the gym, I was so self-conscious going there until I realised that everybody in that room is just as self-conscious as you are, that you're all there to better yourself. And so when you're looking in the gym, or when you're looking in the mirror in the gym, you're only ever looking at yourself and you're not really looking at other people. And I think I kind of try to apply that to when I'm out running. I, I'm only really worried about how I feel and how, where I am and, oh gosh, have I taken the right, the right turn and actually just like enjoying being there. And I think you just have to remember that everyone else is the same in that aspect. Nobody else is out running to look at people. Um, it's a shame that we have, problems with um drivers by and, and them acting on us but they're really community friendly and just try to remember everyone out there is better them feel better or look better or whatever it is and they're really selfishly only worried about themselves in matters so that they're not going to be judging you hopefully they shouldn't be <laughs> no i i agree i agree um, i think <laughs> about, like remind like you just said then reminding yourself of like the reason as to why you're running so that it doesn't you don't let things like that I know we shouldn't have to deal with those things as runners with people shouting yeah. you saying things but if that does happen to you you cannot control the fact that it's just happened to you and it's sort of like switching back why am I doing this where am I going like you said making sure that you're letting somebody know where you are and unfortunately yeah these things happen but you're doing this to better yourself you're not doing this to harm anybody to affect anybody else it's about you and your own journey and I think reminding yourself that so that you can flick back in but even people who aren't you know in a van shouting as you as you run by there there will always be people making judgment as to running too much too little your 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 journey and that you're on and some people don't like it because it's jealousy because they are not taking as well but you definitely have to remind yourself that you're on your own path and that health to somebody else or letting somebody else dictate how you run and what you do is not going to benefit you in any way have you had people before set telling you oh you're not doing it right yeah I think um I did when I was a few probably about a year or so ago I did run in York and I had somebody comment on the way that I was running but I kind of thought, you know, I've been running that way for years now and it works for me. So you just have to remember, it just goes back to, again, what works for you, whether it's a baggy jumper, whether it's, I wear a cap when I run sometimes if I'm tired because <laughs> it hides my face a bit. Um, so it's it's about doing what, what works for you. And it's, yeah, if people are passing judgment on how you're running, definitely listen to it and reflect on it and think, actually, have they got, you know, is there, is there any learnings I can take from that? But actually, if it's something that you don't feel like you need to take into your running, then just carry on doing what you're doing. If it's working for you, then that's that's fine and that's great. I've seen it. I've seen it with athletes, though, that are, you know, going to the Olympics. Uh, they, they're told, oh, your running style is wrong. Or yeah, exactly. they get criticised and it's like, well, they wouldn't be where they are if they yeah. were doing it yeah. wrong. They wouldn't be so successful. So, yeah, it's definitely 
how does it make if, if you're running in a way that's maybe making your legs feel sore and somebody's saying oh that's mm-hmm. not right like you say then reflect on that and go actually yeah they might have a point that it, yeah yeah but, that's when you go and seek advice maybe from um like a running company I got my first pair of shoes from and I always do actually from a running company that um mm. you can test on a treadmill and they can sometimes yeah, yeah. As well how you're running and um being able to sort of provide you with a pair of shoes as well that fit properly how can we ensure that running becomes something that we do regularly to keep fit mm-hmm. and it isn't just something that we go I want to start running you go out once or twice or for a couple of weeks and then you stop so I think first of all you need to recognize why you want to run I've had times where I've just been running what to, to lose weight or to look better and whenever that's been the case I've never enjoyed my runs because they felt like a punishment and you kind of disassociate from what you're doing and you're thinking more about how you look rather than actually enjoying the process. So think about why you're doing it. Is it to lose weight? Is it to look better? Or is it actually to get that headspace or run to a new area of your city or meet friends? So definitely think about that. And then and have a think about how can you build it into your, your life as it is? Because... For a habit to form, it needs to be something that is easy to do. Not necessarily, not saying that running is easy, but it needs to be something that putting your trainers on and leaving the house at a time that's easy for you. So my example is in the mornings, I wake up, I'm naturally an early riser, not all the time, but most of the time. So I know that I perform better in the mornings. And you've said yourself, you know that you perform better in the evenings. So have a think about when is most convenient. It might even be a lunchtime run. You know, if you're working from home, if you're a shift worker, maybe it's like just before you start your shift or even something I'm, I want to do in the summer is start running to the office. So two days a week, I'm going to run to the office because then I'm at work and I've ticked off my run. So, and it's in the morning. So that for me is perfect. So have a think about what, so why, when, and then also I guess how like, what do you want to wear? What feels comfortable? Like, I I love sweating Betty's active wear. And I, I'm like, bit of a, I love baby pink, like baby blue, all those nice colors. So I actually go and get some clothes that I like and that I feel comfortable in. So there's a few different aspects to it. But I think for any habit to form, you need to feel comfortable. And it needs to be something that you allow yourself the space and time to do. So don't all of a sudden start running 20 miles well not 20 miles but don't start running a, a lot of miles at a time that doesn't work for you because you're, you're going to get exhausted you're not going to be able to do that regularly it needs to be something that's healthy and is is easy to fit into your or your life as it already is yeah I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more and something you touched on earlier was obviously that accountability as well that can yeah. be even if that's downloading Strava with a few friends and being able to see them because whenever I see somebody else running I'm like it motivates me to or joining Mm -hmm. a community like yours where you've got other like-minded people I joined um, an athletics club um, a few months ago and I've really enjoyed that being around other people I've been a solo runner for quite a while and so it was a big jump for me to take to then running with other people because I thought I was going to prepare myself a lot more but actually it's it's held me more accountable I know every Tuesday evening I go along to athletics club I know what I'm doing and I have a chat with the people about what sort of races mm-hmm. we've got coming up our normal lives yeah. and it's just so much more enjoyable and that's become a habit in, in itself 
Um, but yeah, for for anybody who doesn't really want to go and find a community or or join mm-hmm. a club, definitely I would recommend downloading Strava and yeah, with other people on there, even if it is just friends and family. Um, yeah. You can also create. Um, I've seen recently clubs. I think on there of yeah, you can. yeah, yeah, it's I really think, good. I know some people find it quite difficult to with the comparisons, but I think that there's. You, as long as you remind yourself of who you are and what journey you're on, there's no reason yeah. as to why you, it should stop you from being able to post the runs that you're yeah. on and enjoy enjoy that per, like process. Um, and yeah. I think that leads me on really nicely to having like a purpose for your running because yeah. um, that helps with habit. If you if you're gonna go and do let's say the London Marathon and you've built up that habit of going for a run every day and then you do the event afterwards you've lost you might have lost your purpose and like you said with if you're going to go and do um if you're going to go running and it's to lose weight once you've lost that yeah. weight how are you going to continue to um you know continue running and make that progress what would you say about having a purpose and why people are doing it yeah I completely agree on the on the marathon side of it and, and the losing weight side I've just like I said I've just done my ultra a month ago and genuinely the last few weeks I have struggled to run because I'm like I don't, why am I running now? Like I love running and I, I carry, will carry on doing it, but I've kind of lost that main purpose. Um, so yeah, you a hundred percent need that. And it's, it's like with anything, you need a goal to work towards. Um, and I, I've never signed up for an official running event until this ultra, because it always daunted me like having a specific date and knowing that on the 13th of March, I'm going to run a marathon. It always daunted me a bit, but actually what I found is having that, it gives you that purpose and the accountability that you really need. Um, So yeah, I think purpose is so important, but again, you just need to find what's the right purpose. Because again, if you're running to lose weight, you're probably not going to enjoy it as much as you would like to. And I think with anything, with any, anything you do to try and change the way you look, how sustainable is that um just think about how much are you having to run to lose this weight and can you actually do that over a sustained period of time probably not um it needs the purpose ultimately the purpose for me with running is always to just try and enjoy it Mm -hmm. um and don't get me wrong like I've had lots of runs where I've not enjoyed them um but I try and balance that out with runs that I do enjoy as well yeah, and I, and I like that you being like honest there. We can glamorize running sometimes, and everybody yeah. is really happy all the time. But I went out for a ten mile run yesterday, and it was pretty mm. sick. And I I yeah. remember saying in my head, one foot in front of the other, just keep going, like just yeah. keep getting through a bit because it isn't it isn't always easy to continue going through. Yeah. Um, and you you have to make sure that you're being again realistic with yourself. Mm-hmm. I have a running coach because that's how I. Um, have stayed accountable so we we catch up every I think it's two weeks and at first when I started running I was like I need to have something on the whole year round and he very rightly said to me you cannot be at 100% the whole year round so I have periods of time where um, I'm training for a race but then I have you know four weeks where it might be a little bit slower and I have nothing to train for but I'm and I'm doing less mileage and it's and it's very um very slow so my purpose changes throughout the year but I like to plan out the year and when I've got things on so that I have something to look forward to and I stay on track but at the same time um it's all realistic and it's not going out 100 miles per week and and then not enjoying the process and then my purpose is sort of gone in that way 
Um, talking about events and races, I have done, I think I've done now two half marathons, quite a few 5Ks, 10Ks. And at the moment I am training for another half marathon in June. So that's that's on my agenda. You have spoken about an ultra marathon that you have yeah. done. Is there anything else that you've got in the pipeline and, and what can you say about competitions and your experience mm-hmm. with them? So I guess my, my experience with competitions is even though I've been running for so long, I kind of like I said, I've always been a bit apprehensive and a little bit scared of signing up. Part of the reason why I set these girls run up was because I was in York, like Googling running clubs and every picture or running club that came up was just a group of middle-aged men in very tight lycra. And I was like, this isn't necessarily the club I want to be running with. I don't feel like I can relate to that. And I think that was kind of a barrier that I had with signing up to events as well, because I'd always thought you needed to be like an elite athlete to do these kind of events. And you needed all the high vis and all the gear and everything. And yeah, that it, I just kind of thought it wasn't a space or a place for me. So there's definitely been some apprehension there. But my experience of the ultramarathon was genuinely only good. Like the the event was amazing. It was really good. Well, I say only good. (laughs) It was massively difficult. But in terms of the organisation of signing up to an event, that was when I realised the benefit of doing an organised event because not only did I get a nice medal and you get the balloons at the end, but actually on the way around, we got food every 10k, every six miles or so. They had little biscuits and sweets to keep you going. They had water. They had people cheering you on. And it was actually a really emotional day for that reason because not only are you tired and the run was, it was exhausting, mentally exhausting, physically exhausting. And there's there's no sugar coating that I can do on on that side of it. But just running around and having people like toot their horns in a nice way at you and saying like clapping out their windows who didn't even know you and people it was it was along the coast so people were kind of stood outside of their houses clapping clapping everyone on as well. You're giving me goosebumps. I know honestly I'm like tearing up thinking about it. But yeah, that was that was such a massive benefit to me of an event. And loads of the girls of these girls were in are actually signing up to the marathon, the London Marathon, Manchester Marathon, halves. And I think I hadn't actually realised how normal it is to do how normal it is to do events now. I think my fear of turning up and looking like the odd one out isn't there anymore because all of the girls in the group have signed up to a 5k or a 10k or a full or a half and that I think that like elite athlete stigma of events and competitions is slowly going as it gets more accessible and all these events and fun runs come up so I think I do think that the running community is changing. It feels like less of an elite, elite club now. And it is more something that if you want to, you can work towards, which I think is a great thing. I completely agree, completely. And my experiences, again, have been like the same. They've been so inclusive and it's such a nice feeling. And, and when when you're having a tough time, having people to shout, cheer you on, you don't get that on your normal training runs. There's no one. No, exactly. <laughs> you, have to, you have to carry things with you. Um, no, I think for anybody who is worried about like taking that next step to go for a competition, one of the, one of the best things that I ever did was join park run. Now park run is not a race every Saturday, but you know what? It gives you the environment for a, um, a group setting of people starting when there's maybe a horn and you get a time, which is very, 
it's what you'd get in a in a race that you might sign up for and it's a really another way another way of meeting people but it also gives that be- better idea of an environment as to what a race would be like even though it yeah. is a race. you can walk you can jog you can walk and jog and there's so yeah. many people that do that one so I can thoroughly recommend that as a starting place if you're worried about taking the next step into doing a competition if it seems quite big definitely do a park run um and then um hopefully you can get a taste as to what it's what it's like have you done one before I've not actually and again this just goes back to my my latent fear of joining events I think I 100% would now but I think just because I do these girls run every Saturday morning in London it's not something that I I can like go to but these girls need to go on tour to a park run yeah yeah I know definitely yeah I know I uh I always people always are a bit shocked when I say I've never done an event or like a park run or anything but I'm, I am now I'm over the fear <laughs> I, and that's absolutely fine but the community that you've created and getting everybody together like that's your purpose at the moment and that's yeah. what you're, that's what you're working on and yeah. like even even me sitting there thinking oh, how could you have not done a park run and things like it was only I'd only ever done mine for the first time you know last year mm-hmm. everybody is different and we we have to we're on our own journey everybody you can't assume that the next person that runs wants to do races that wants to yeah. compete or that doesn't want to do those things because that's everybody else's sort of journey and what what they want to do I feel like this leads me really nicely and I'm really sad because I could talk about running (laughs) more but your community these girls run where do you want to take it next I know that you've got some Mm -hmm. events coming up and things like that let us know how we find you things like that yeah so um I've been very fortunate that it's these girls run has grown quite a lot over the last two months or so like what you said my my purpose for running and just like honestly all I think about is these girls run at the moment because I just I love it I love I love all the girls that come they're all just amazing women and they're all so friendly and I yeah it gives me so much purpose um we actually announced our event yesterday with Misha Grimes that we're doing she's an influencer and like amazing girl and um, we're doing an event with her in May to raise money for the Motor Neuron Disease Association um and we sold 75 tickets in less than 12 hours which is crazy so again there's there, I feel like running is having a bit of a moment at the moment which is great and um, loads of girls are wanting to get into it so my my next step for these girls run is to just try and add more sessions to our timetable really want to expand to new cities as well we've got one in mind that I'm hoping to start from soon but it's just having the time to set that up properly but yeah I want to basically expand the location so that more girls can get involved grow the community and start to bring our kind of I guess our regular runners on board as these girls run ambassadors so that they can start leading their own runs because there's a there's a girl one of our ambassadors in London um I won't say her name but she's fantastic she joined right at the beginning when we set up in London and I knew straight away that I would I wanted her on board to help out and actually when I asked her if she wanted to be an ambassador she was quite nervous about it and apprehensive because she's she's not been running for that often she's not been she's not been running for a while um she's fairly new to the sport to the sport but I think the great thing is she now feels comfortable and empowered to lead these runs so I kind of yeah I want to want to grow the community get more ambassadors on board 
um, and kind of just show women that running can be for them if they've never ran before it's not something that has to be scary like you can run and stop like you don't I think a lot of people think that if they go on the run they have to just run for the whole time but what we do with these girls when we we did a run up a little bit of a hill on Saturday and we stopped at the top and just like we were like oh we'll have a breather and then we'll carry on so yeah I want to go out you can definitely still inspire people by mm. even if you're not the most in, in fastest runner you don't have to be breaking world records to be somebody that people look up to as a runner you know there's people that are not running at all that might look up to somebody else and go oh they're they're getting out and getting some steps and I want yeah. to be able to do that I want them to help me to reach my goals too you there's it, definitely too much uh pressure put on having to be a certain level before you can yeah. other people to run but actually just getting outside and sharing your journey and sharing what you're doing through these girls run is so important and it's inspiring other people to start running regardless of what level you're at yeah exactly that's completely it I think it's just trying to empower women that running can be for them is the main the main thing and also making it a more of a holistic thing rather than just running like going for coffee going for brunch doing yoga and pilates that all it makes it more engaging and it helps to build those friendships as well so you're not just chatting to people when you're a bit out of breath in the park <laughs> you can chat over a coffee as well oh I love that oh well I'm, I'm so excited to continue on your journey I'm hopefully I can come along to a run as well yeah. as I'd love that. that'd be really nice um and yeah I'm really excited to see where it will take and your event in did you say it was in May yeah beginning of May yeah now for that and hopefully in the future if there's some other events people will be able mm. to attend to where can people find you so we have our Instagram page which is at these underscore girls underscore run um, and then we also have a website, thesegirlsrun.co.uk. And um, in the interest of safety, so These Girls Run is all about safe, sweaty and supportive. Um, we have private Facebook groups for the cities that we work in. So if you live in London or York, um, just search These Girls Run York or London on Facebook um, and you can join there. And that's where a lot of the girls will ask, I live in, I live in this part of London, These Girls Run isn't there, does anybody want to join me? And it kind of, you can meet new girls, ask questions, ask what trainers you should buy, all that kind of Love stuff. Love that. Love yeah. that. That sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Hopefully we've inspired somebody to get outside and take a run maybe today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's all right. Thank you for having me.